And you're on the dock. This is Pastor Troy. I was just telling my wife if she can move the top of her microphone. I couldn't see her head with it. She's blocked. You were like that for the whole other show. Well, I didn't. I, I'm in a different angle. I changed because Donna's here. I changed my approach. It's oh, my Donna's fault. here. Yes. Sorry. You're on the dock with Pastor Troy. And, you know, just you, you see what I have to deal with at home. Just, yeah, just your, your slightly good, move so I can see her your beautiful. Her beautiful. Your hair looks Sometimes good. I happen to glance over there and there's like one, like, you know. <laughs> hair and makeup. Where's hair and makeup? Hair and makeup, please. Hair and makeup. And Troy doesn't like kill yes. you to never, let you know. Never, never. Kill the sound on the on the uh, on the. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's yes. better. Give me a little more of me in my mic, my headset. I'll I can't hear me well enough. I'm uh, there. Yeah, the we got Colt. Colts are, are too yeah, quiet. Col yeah, I I know. It's I I think my ears pop. But we're on the dock, Pastor Troy. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we're here, ready to go. We're in season three. I don't know when you're watching us. This is a season three, episode number two. And we're all about conversations to propel your faith. That's much better. I don't know what you did. Conversations to propel your faith out of the shallows and into the deep. And we are. you can watch us. I don't know where you're watching us. Tell us where you're watching us. I mean, you can just email us or text us and tell us where you're watching us. But YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes is where we want you top billing uh go over also if you want to google play that's also audio spotify itunes are audio youtube is, is a video facebook's video roku is video rumble i'm working on getting our new roku channel i haven't got that set up yet so stand by for that uh, rumble like said email us and text us. well i'm uh, email and text us or th through the messenger system i'll get that I mean, but y'all hard on me today Good you and don are bad and you get i just got rumble here. and sermon net <laughs> sermon net is where we house our whole catalog you can go see season one two and three go to youtube and see that as well check that out Good. now here's how you message us facebook instagram twitter telegram and getter just tell people right now get on there now and tell beth mother beth back off pastor troy he's a nice guy and uh, i don't stand a chance and you'll be you get a chance to chat with uh donna she's on set we'll introduce her in a minute you missed her in the first episode but she's here now and she's going to have her uh, she's gonna have her phone and all that ready to do business and talk to you and and whatever she has to do to catch up she, her, her whole day's been almost ruined but she's here now we had to make her get on set we'll talk about that in a minute the, a red so, phone. So, so hit comment subscribe like share notify phone. tell other people about our show she's go to my nice. patreon and become no, an on the dock partner nice. hey i'm trying to sell advertising space give me one second yes you people my patreon download the app this is my focus for season three is you will become out there on my patreon sponsor and there's four levels of partnership you can partner with us whether it be five dollars a month which we would love to have ten dollars twenty or fifty there's four levels of sponsorship part four levels of partnership three levels where you can be a sponsor as a business or organization we can talk about your business talk about your church your organization what you're doing we can even do a show about it we'll do a, we'll do a series about it and make sure we feature you and then give you good billing so get out there and do that and we can take that money and buy new mics and we can get a hairstylist for Mother Beth. We can do all kinds of new things, get better cameras and, and that, and help us make the show, get the show farther out. We can do more stuff with that. Just for you? Yes. I just want a house cleaner. I don't want a hairstylist. She wants a, she wants a cleaner, house cleaner. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get that under this one, but we'll figure that out. All right, so please, please partner with me. Uh, to deal with us yes and then oh go to on the doc.org that's our website you can find all these links here's how you email us info at on the doc.org you'll be talking directly to donna <laughs> i was gonna say maybe they could fund a better co-host for you 
Oh, you're the best. Uh, there's my, there's our new, our new picture. There's my new Troy Benetton picture without glasses. I look, my wife likes that That's a picture. great yeah. picture. And then like my, Mother Best That's new Mother Beth. season three picture okay. and our, our couple's picture. Uh, so happy like oh, together. Yeah. Lucas in his same old season two pre-married same look. Old. We're going to, we're going to upgrade that soon. So you'll see it. I, maybe before episode four, we get his post-marriage look. Yes. Well, he's, I, I guess he's in marriage. Can we put the photos side by side? The first one, do the first one Pre side by side. And do, post. do the first one <laughs> before and after. Yes. So this He'll is Lucas that. before he's married. Looks pretty happy. We'll see if he looks happier or beaten down. We'll see what it looks in, like in a year. In a year before, yeah. <laughs> each each year, we'll just lay them all there. We'll watch him deteriorate. That's I'm, what's happening. I'm glad nobody did that with no. us. No. Then we have. Oh, oh yeah! Look at that gray hair so standing good. straight up. Yay! Oh, that, that's kind of no. it's kind of orangey. I need to. I don't want to. I don't want to say the other. Kranieski. Kranieski's too hard. Kranieski's. Oh, the, the first show. It's okay. Kranieski. Oh, it, in the first show. <laughs> I do Adelini. I do Adelini long too, but but I do Adelini the Heron way. What's Adel? What is it's it? It's Odellini for him. He they go. It's Adelini here. So all the Italians hear Adelini. He's Odellini. Same I, same thing in name. I thought it was Adelini. Well, I'm Italian. I can do whatever I want. People call me Benedoni. Benedoni. Baritone. I, 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 Kroneski. Kroneski sounds like some German name. I mean, that's no, it's German not right name. either. Now, no. I, Donna Krin has the most changed Donna staff picture. Kroneski, right? Yeah, there's a yes. So I know there's a, there's a yes. yes, but the ski at Kroneski. It doesn't do it. it I, and yes, it doesn't do it for me. But Donna's got. It's Russian. It's going to be harsh. Donna has Kroneski. <laughs> there you go. You got to get the nasals into it. You've got to get right. the phlegm. Donna's got new picture. And whole new wig on. She, she, she changed her hair color. Go look at season two. I, we should have put your side by side. Should have, yes. Golly. Yes, yeah. She went to the, the silver platinum fox look. Don't worry, uh, your wife could look like that too. No, I know she can. I know I that. Yeah, not this great. season. Not We can't handle more than one of those. If yeah, my hair would look that good. She looks good. It works I for would, her. Yes. I, I agree. Yes. My mom looked good when she went You just got to sell it. You my just got to sell good. it, Beth. No, you've got to have the features. You you have nah, the features. You, you look have, good. Yeah, you you sell it. You sell it. You sell it. And then we've got new. Our tech ninja, Colt, is with us. Colt is here. He's running the show. Season one was his first episode under training, and we'll see how he does. Now, how do you say his name? Krustowski. Okay, I, I didn't know if you said it. I was just checking it. Krustowski. Krustowski. I could do something. Yeah, I know Krustowski. <laughs> His is easy. It's a ski also, though. But there's no nose in his. Like, it's not the ski. ski. You know. We're Polish. It's not the ski we have trouble with. It's the other part. It's of all the... Yeah, yeah. oh. We want to say Kronowski. Yeah, but that sounds easier. I'm going to keep saying Bill Adelini because I'm Italian. I'm still gonna. Odellini? Oh, oh, they're not Germans. Odellini's German. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the series building a stronger church series, uh, the resistance training camp, and that's what we're in. Our feature this year in season uh, three is to build stronger churches. So we'll be doing a lot of shows that feature that and give you tools for that. And this is our fundamental tool that we're starting with. We're going to start with you. Uh, we can't build a church without having better members inside the church and individuals. You bring the team together, you work it out in preseason, and then boom, next thing you know, you are all on board. And we're going to get you ready over these seven-part uh, series on training camp. We're going to get you built up, and then we're going to get ready to fire off the football as a team in training camp. We're on rule 
rule number two. We've already covered rule number one, and we are ready to go. You guys ready to go? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You, you, oh, you're thinking she should be over in this? Or, no, or no we're, I'm we're curious wondering. about two whole boxes oh, of cleaners. Do y'all need one on that side? We've got two. See, if you were if you were a sponsor, if you were a my Patreon sponsor and you sold Kleenex, we would have like your Kleenex box on here right now. Well, we could put a sticker of yeah. anybody's branding on and, those. And, and we do have we do have over there. We have. Um, can you grab Lucas? Can you grab me one of the, those glasses from over there? Yeah, the Crown Brew glasses. We have like for example. I have a son that owns Crown Brew. He is too cheap to pay his dad a sponsorship fee to be on the show. But if you were a My Patreon sponsor, we would be drinking instead of using on the dock. Actually, we give you two of these because you partner or sponsor with us. And then we would have your stuff here and we would talk about you a lot. But I have a Heron House of Hope cup. But but we support the Heron House Hope and we love the Heron House Hope. Those are beautiful. So, what do you think? Now, now he's got to pay for that. I, I gave Josh the first few months because he helped and he did some things for no. us. But he, the boy's got a sponsor. Yes. Son, support your dad. $5 a month. Five, $5 a month. We'll talk about your cup nonstop. My maiden name. Matter of fact, uh, Donna, Grover. Donna, send him a bill because we talked about it. You okay. know? Hey, you know what was really disappointing? Was I want to say so this. I know we got to get to the show, guys. Imagine. But. Variation. This happens, oh, yeah. Colt. Yeah. This is a regular thing. This is part of the show. Uh, the we were really disappointed. We went to see the Beach Boys with Donna and Rick last night. And that was so we had a great time. And 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 we didn't get to go to Crowder. Beth wasn't feeling well, so we gave her tickets to another couple in the church. Mm. And they loved our seats, a one and two down front. And um, and we were in the very back, which was good too. The, the Civic Center is fantastic. I, I said in the other episode, fantastic. The only thing that they failed at, and I I don't know where to blame. Benson and his team, or to blame Josh and Crown Brew and their team. But what I learned from Rick is he went to the concession stand during their admission, and he came back with coffee, and he says, it says Crown Brew coffee. They were out of it. And he said, not only were they out of it for the Beach Boys, they were out of it for Crowder. Mm -hmm. So yep. two shows, people were, there was like, a, I told, wrote Josh and said, there's a cult following there, and they're all mad and angry because they're not getting Crown Brew. Yeah. Well, those were in, two sold-out shows. Two sold-out shows. So somebody needs to walk down to Crown Brew, or Crown Brew needs to walk up to the Civic Center. I don't want to go in there again and get in line to get my son's coffee and not be able to have it. Right. We were forced to drink Folgers. You don't know what you drank. Well, now, Folgers. You have a... Qu I'm no, just saying. She drinks Folgers every morning. Well, if it's you're the expecting devil. Crown Brew. It's sickening thing in the world. It smells like cat pee. I love Folgers. Yes. Okay. We've All right. Been... We've degenerated. We are going on to rule number two. There you go. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Back up the Lord's work. Psalm 34 <laughs> is going to kick us off into rule uh, uh, two. Training camp's underway here. Get ready. Get your helmets on. Donna Get them up. Donna causes lots of trouble. Colts not causing. I just kind of brought new yet. energy into the yeah. room. You guys were just tired after the first one. Psalm thirty-four, <laughs> verse one through twenty-two. Please, if you're driving, don't don't read your Bible. I'll read to you. But if you're at home, you can read on the screen. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak His praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt His name together. I prayed to the Lord, and He answered me. He freed me from all my fears freed me from all my fears those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy i love that but we got to look to him and we'll be radiant that's a good word for us all in here today no shadow of shame will darken their faces in my desperation i prayed and the lord listened he saved me from all my troubles for the angel of the lord is a guard we each have a guard i love that he surrounds the defense listen all who fear him. We, I told, was telling Danny today in a chat that we all have, he wondered how many angels. I said, there's got to be at least as many as us because we all have a guardian angel. 
So so there's at least that many. So a third of the heavenly host fell. That means there was a third less. He he noticed something this morning, Danny did in a conversation. He says, I noticed that when one of the plagues comes in the end times, that a third of the earth population is destroyed and died. And I said, I bet that's the third that are possessed by those demonic demons. Just something to think about. That's not a that's not a level one. That's level two or three stuff. But just just a thought. You either have an angel that's guarding you, hmm. or you're not of the Lord, and you have a bad spirit watching over you. I want to have the angel of the Lord guard me. Amen. Amen. He surrounds and defends all who what fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good, and oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Man, take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his godly people. Fear is, is a word here, honor, it's good. Fear the Lord, you his godly people. For those who fear him will have all they need. Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry. But those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. Come, my children, and listen to me, and I will teach you to fear the Lord. Does anyone want to live a life that is long and prosperous? That sounds like Spock, long, live long and prosperous. Then keep your tongue from speaking evil. Good, good decision. And your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace. Work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. He sees who's doing right. His ears are open to the cries for help. Their cries for help. But the Lord turns his face. Listen, that's sad. Against those who do evil. He will erase their memory from the earth. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. The, the Lord knows your voice. I love that. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to rescue each time. For the Lord protects the bones of the righteous. Not one of them is broken. Calamity will surely destroy the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be punished. But the Lord will redeem those who serve him. You need to serve him. He'll, he'll fight for you. And no one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. That's a good, good psalm. I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, that's going to lead us right into rule two. Let me dig in my papers and we're going to get right to it. If you want to find out about rule one, go back and watch our last episode. That's a training camp rule one. And uh, we'll, we're not going to go back and summarize any of those. I'll probably at the end say something, just a little bit about it. But we want you to build up your muscles. We're talking about resistance and, and, and building up your strength. And you're, you're doing your spiritual push-ups and your spiritual setups and all the things to get you ready. I used a paradigm. Here's the paradigm I used right there. Uh, that that we physically get our life in shape. So spiritually, we have to get our life in shape by doing the spiritual sides of it. And as our physical body is, so is our spiritual body. So I want you, at, like you get up and work out, I want you to also get up and have a prayer life. Get up, have a devotional life. Get up and have times and seasons of fasting, times of tithing. Make sure you're always tithing and you're giving extra offering. Maybe maybe when you feel like you're holding on to things, maybe you need to give something away. And, and learn to just be a person that serves the Lord first and foremost. Develop your worship life. Develop your mission life. And your work inside the church. And uh, just remember, we're in a difficult time. And difficult time requires an inner core to stand up uh, and, and be able to fight against. Now, let's dig into our, our text a little bit here. And uh, I'm trying to dig through my papers. My papers are just so, so busy here. Okay, here we go. Uh, <coughs> We're in Psalm 34, and let me let me break that down just a little bit. In Rule 2, as we go to here, Psalm 34, we looked at it. Let me look specifically at verse 7. I want to hear your feedback on this, ladies. Hello, ladies. For the angel of the Lord is a guard of, look at this, for the angel of the Lord is a guard, and he surrounds and defends all who fear him. Cole, I want to hear what you have to say, too, so don't, don't be hesitant there. He guards all those who fear him, all who fear him. 
Ethereum. We got to think about that. Fear here is a is not a a I'm going to get hit, I'm going to get hurt, I'm scared. Fear here is a deep reverence and respect that you would disappoint. I I, I don't know if girls do this like guys do. Get, get, you know, girls have some testosterone, but we're loaded with testosterone, so we 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 will do stupid things to impress a girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why you see so many deer dead. Deer and deer and deer and rut. The the smartest deer in the world is a male deer. The male deer can hide. They stay on the edge. They never do anything stupid. They when when the gang's out there eating the the the, the, the big horn deer, he's will be on the edge of the woods, kind of away from it, watching the girls. And then they go in rut. They get in season, and the next thing he goes, well, hello, baby. They lose their stinking minds, and the next thing you know, they're running in front of semis, and you see them dead every 12 feet on the interstate. They can stay healthy the whole season, and they start running like crazy people. And you see the same thing with the turtles. The turtles. Why? Yep. They've got all this road on this side, then all of a sudden, dead turtles everywhere. Why? He can see the girl on the other side and say, hello. Is that what it is? I thought yes. it was like migration. They are. They're migrating to get a new girl. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's a new season. So hey, the baby. water's better in the other pond. The water's better yeah. in the pond. The grass is gotcha. greener on the side. Yes. And somewhere between there is your tire and a car. Mm-hmm. Or Beth making, stop, move the turtle, help him across. You used to do it to I every did. single turtle. Yeah, the question is, I hate people. What I hate is when people stop and they take them back to the other side. No. No, you got to take them to the side they're you going gotta, to. Right. They're going to die again. No, you got to keep them yeah. moving the same direction. It's like starting Here. Frogger all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is my sidebar. Yeah, this is your. I have, I have a sidebar. What's your sidebar? Okay, so we were you were just talking about the deer, you know, and going out and hunt. And rem- I think the last time we did this, I talked about this. I saw a video where that guy was out hunting, but this deer came up to his <laughs> his deer stand and looked in <laughs> his little deer tent and just started looking in and wanted to know if he had anything to eat. And he was petting him and everything. And the guy's like, I can't shoot this deer. Well, yeah. I saw another one this week, and this little kid went out with his dad for his first <laughs> deer hunt. Mm. And this deer just walks up to their blind, and he's he's licking the kid's arm. And uh, know, that kid's like, ruined. He yeah, he will kid, never be a good the kid's hunter. He's just sitting here like he won't move. He's like, what do I do? <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do now? And the, and the deer was just. We, we, we are, the deer have lost it. They I have think lo- they just figured out, okay, maybe if we don't run, they won't. They won't. Uh, if we look cute and cuddly, like, <laughs> they don't seem to eat their cats and dogs, so right. let's look cuddly. Let's look like we're Let's look cuddly. Yeah. So, so back to my message. <laughs> back to the message. He sounds and defends all who fear him. So we're not talking about, we're, we're not talking about a craziness. We're talking about a, a reverence, a respect. And, and he goes on to say, verse 9, fear the Lord you his godly people for those who fear him will have all they need so the the, the respect of the lord and the following of the lord and being 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 proud proud of the lord gives you what you need and i was going to explain that you girls don't have that testosterone thing so so what happens with us guys is we want to cross the road to get to that girl the same thing happens with us when we're working out when we, we have a coach we're doing our bench presses or we're doing our stuff in preseason or whatever you know when the coach walks over in the weight room you can bench press about 25 more pounds on the rack than you could before the coach walked in. We're just three of you working. You know, yeah, I'm getting really tired. Coach walks in and says, "Let's max it out." Throw it. You throw, blah, 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 boom. You know, coach is in the room. You want the you want you want the coach to respect and revere you and see you as a starter. And so you will push the envelope. Something in you that testosterone goes. Yeah, I got to perform. You know, you know. It's just like th- there's a girl deer on the well, side. Hey, I hey, baby. Girls do similar things. Yeah. Not as not in the same format, but. 
I, yes, you toss but your hair. Do, yeah, we do similar. <laughs> but I'm talking about you, yeah. you, you. When we love and respect the Lord, we will press in harder to do more to honor God. Yeah. And God sees that. And more he, of a reverence. He says, strong lions will go hungry, and even those who trust the Lord will lack no good thing. Come, my children, and listen to me, and I will teach you to fear. What the Lord wants you to teach you is how to respect, how to do the right things. And we have a lot of that missing today. And the text went on to say, does anyone want to live a life that is long and prosperous? Well, then you, you, you do it by keeping your mouth clean. Not telling lies, staying away from evil, searching for peace, doing things that are that, that promote, you know, you know God's work and maintaining it. And the eyes of the Lord, what He promised here in verse fifteen is that the eyes are looking for those doing right things. So a lot of times we don't think God notices I'm doing the right things, but the Bible says He is watching. His ears are open to those that are crying for help, and He's looking to see when when there's help. I'm not talking about the turtle, but when there's somebody that's like a turtle that needs rescued, He's looking to see, uh, did you stop and help? Did you help that widow in the door? Did you help that person with this? Did you did you take your turn when it was your church's turn to do the food at that Heron House Hope? We have a couple on the table featuring that ministry that we support here at Community Faith Church and through our Hands Hope Foundation. Uh, we support the Heron House Hope, and we go out and work there. Are you going and helping your local organizations? Are you helping the hungry and the needy and those less fortunate? The Lord is paying attention to that. And, and he the Bible says, verse 16, he turns his face against those who do evil. So if you're doing the opposite, if you're hurting, you know, do you know there are people that will go out of the way to run over a turn on a road? Yeah. There are and, people that swerve uh, to get them. There and are the, people that go out of their way to run over lots of things. Lots of things on the road. Yeah. You know, that's that's evil. Yes. But just take a life for no reason, just, just to get joy. Or you go out, you see something, you just kick it. I mean, it should really tell you something. I, I get, we, could, we could tell a story that's painful because it's been painful to our family. But, but I, I should have learned something when I learned how one of our people uh that married into our family how they treated an animal by just kicking it across the yard and when i found out that when 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 a possum came in the yard and he just kind of joked about booting it like a you know a field goal you know you know then then you think man that i mean i know it's a possum possums aren't great they can't stink and they tear things up but it's still it's still alive Beth loves possums. Well, we, there's that. Yeah, you know, there's still creatures, and I, I tell you, they don't gripe and don't gripe about the ticks because they how many ticks you said they can eat? All of them. A lot. Ten thousand. They eat ticks like yes. the, they eat ticks like we eat strawberries. Yes. And so you want a few of those bad boys around. They eat stuff that you you don't want, but the Lord sees those who are doing right. He sees who those who are doing evil. Those who are going out of the way to help people and not. So I want you to hear this. The Lord sees what you are doing. You may not be getting noticed in your church. You may not be getting noticed in your workplace. Just do the right things because the Lord notices everything. Is it okay to be brutal to spiders? I, I have to confess that I smashed the tar out of them. Um, because I mean, I just, they, they I, bite and leave holes in you. I respect all kinds of life, but if it's spiders are off the table. Attack. Here's my deal with the spider. He better turn and run. Mm. But th some of these spiders are very aggressive these days. Those these the ones, days. Yeah. <laughs> It's a movement. Yeah, but the Lord, look at verse 22 here. But the Lord will redeem those who serve him, and no one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. So when we put our trust in God, he's got us. I just, wanna, I just want you to hear this text, that the Lord knows there's a challenge in our world, that we face a time where things are rough. Look at verse 18. He's close to the brokenhearted. There's a lot of things to be brokenhearted over today. Uh, he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. It's easy to get your spirit crushed today. It, you have to, as a Christian, you have to fight right now to understand what's happening in, in the Hamas Israeli thing, the killing of babies. I hate the killing of the people that are in Gaza Strip that are being held hostage by Hamas. 
I mean, they've chosen to live there. They may not have any place else to go. You know, they, they know there's bad people underneath them. You know, they could probably rise up and do something about it. But some of them aren't strong enough in that culture. And, and there are people caught in the middle of this that it's a yeah. bad, bad day for. Right. There's a lot of people caught in a bad, bad place when you get a bad king or a bad president or a bad leader. And when, when, when the Bible says when you have a bad leadership, you have a bad time, you know, and the people allow that leadership and, and you're going to experience the, the you're going to reap the harvest of that leadership, good or bad. But the righteous person will face troubles, the Bible says, 19. The Lord will come to rescue, though. So we just need to do the right thing. And it's what's important in this resistance training uh, rule, too, is that we learn to do the right thing, not in the, in the as I said in the previous episode, uh, doing, uh, teams aren't built in the playoffs. Teams aren't built in the season. Teams are, are built in the preseason training, in the preseason workouts, in the preseason games, you define the team, and then you start winning in the season. And by the time you get to postseason, postseason is a reflection of how good of the work you did in the preseason. Teams will, many teams will start losing. Miami has dropped, Miami, Miami and the Buffalo Bills have both gone from being leaders to outside. Matter of fact, Buffalo is ninth. They're out of the running right now. They've lost three or four in a row. Miami's now dropped a couple. Miami hasn't beat a good team yet. They've beat a lot of teams, but they can't beat the big team. And what happens is they look good start off, but what happens? They weren't, they're not in the shape as you get to game nine, game 10, game 11, game 12. Yeah. The bodies start breaking, the bodies start giving out. They don't have the stamina and they didn't put the work in in the resistance training camp phase to be able to take on the middle of the season, the late of the season. And guess what? You don't get to go to the postseason, no Super Bowl trophy. Don't you think that's like the whitewashed fences? Oh, absolutely. You know, there, it's no, all outside. Yeah, you look yeah. good. You, you have no substance. You're talking. Well, season was good. We're going to really do it. But then you don't do it. Does that happen in soccer, Lucas? I know Lucas is far from a mic, but, but it, that, the, the, same thing, too. You can see teams, if they don't put the work in here, they don't have the stamina here. I mean, Colt, you know that. You work out regularly. You know you know that if you, don't, if you miss a couple workouts, it affects your stamina. It sure does. Yeah, yeah, and then you lose things. Uh, you know, I, I think that's true. It's universally true. I, I want to focus in on the word fear here. The Hebrew word fear or yar or yare uh, is a word here that does not mean fear as in I'm going to beat you. It means if you look at this in the Bible, every time you see the word fear, yare, it means revered, reverence, worship, worshiped, worshiping, terror. It can be terrified as in the holy presence of God was there. So it's used a few times like that. But it's not terrifying as in like like scary. It's terrifying. It's like, oh my gosh, it's God. I'm scared that my house doesn't look right or my life is not right. You know, it's fear, fearful fear. It's afraid. It's afraid that, you know, you're not going to measure up, but it, it, it's got all kinds of connotations like that. In the adjective form, it's truly worshiping. It's, it's, it, to fear the Lord is to truly dig in, to truly serve, to, to be a devoted follower, to be God-fearing. It's all who fear. It's those who fear. So it's to, to be worshiped. So, the fear of the Lord is to worship. You worship that which you honor and that which you fear that will judge you someday, and you give you give reference to it, reverence. And so you worship that which you know is your your king, your Lord, your superior. 
And if, if you're not worshiping the Lord, everybody worships something. Yes. It could be golf. It could be this. It could be that. It could be football. You know, all those kind of things. One of my biggest challenges when I became a pastor was I, I, I didn't factor in when I got saved and got called by God. I didn't factor in that Sunday night football would interflict with Sunday night church in those days. <laughs> and I when the first Sunday night game come up and it was my Steelers, I was like, we could cancel church tonight, couldn't we? And the Lord said, no, we can't cancel church because you fear me more than you fear missing a Steelers game. I thought, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was before the days of DVR. Yeah, there's no DVR and stuff. You were just hosed. I think I had VCA, VHS, so I would record on VHS, and you'd hope that would work or not break or something. And I would, even when I had to record it, I would have to tell people when I walk in the church, say, okay, look, I'm here. But don't mention the score of the game. And then always somebody would holler in the parking lot going out the door, oh, the Steelers lost or the Steelers won. And you know, they'd run the whole game. I love how the NFL Plus, you can tell it to turn the scores off. I love that. Do they have that on soccer team? Yeah, you turn, it turns. So when I go to NFL Plus, it blanks the scores until I turn the scores on. So on Sunday, I can miss all my games and watch them later. And as long as I can stay away from people. Like, like my app has it, so I always stay away from my – I turn my Steelers app off on Sundays when I'm not watching. That's that, – you know. But you can – but you, you, when you put God first, it, it's key. Now, hey, I want to show you something here uh, real quick here. Um, um, I'm going to show you a clip by a man named John Bevere that really I think will help us kind of kind of dial in on this second uh, rule. And we're going to get to that. And, 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 and I showed this clip way back. Go watch Community Faith Church in the second Sunday in Lent in 2023. You can see the more depth and more, more discussion here. But I want you to watch this clip because I think it's really, it speaks to what's hurting the church today and hurting Christians today. Here we go. Uh, Cole, I got audio coming for you. Fire it up. Here we go. My assistant gets a call in 1994. Jim Baker. He was on CNN. He committed mail fraud, had the largest ministry in the world. And he was sentenced to 45 years. It was reduced to five years. In the fourth year of his sentence, he called his assistant. He read the first book that I wrote. And he said to his assistant, can you call this man and see if he'll come visit me? I said, sure, I'll go visit him. So I go in. I remember I'm in the penitentiary. Jim comes in. He's got his prison garb on. He looks at me, grabs my shoulder and said, young man, did you write this book? I said, yes, sir, I did. He sits down. He looks at me. You know what the first thing he says to me is? John, this prison wasn't God's judgment on my life. It was his mercy. He said, John, if I would have kept living the way I was living, I would have ended up in hell forever and ever. I am so grateful to God. 20 minutes into it, I look at Jim and I say, Jim, when did you fall out of love with Jesus? And he's so serious when he said it. He said, I didn't. And I said, Jim, you committed adultery. You were arrested and prosecuted in 1990. You telling me those seven years you didn't love Jesus? He said, I loved him all the way through it, John. And he sees confusion in my face. And he looks at me, he says, I didn't fear God. He said, I love Jesus. I didn't fear God. He said, there's millions of American Christians just like me. They love Jesus. They don't fear God. Wow. Wow. There you go. Isn't that profound? It, it's true. It is. It, it, yeah. It's true. It's absolutely true. And I true. think that's when we've had discussions before about how can you walk away and be saved you know not living for god it's that same thing it's because you still love jesus just because you've walked away on the outside there's millions of people that love jesus but don't fear god yeah and i think that's a defining line well whether you're a they've, follower they've of god something you, you can that. love and even acknowledge jesus and not be a follower of god Somebody right. that, that somehow, obeys. Somehow you've missed that. We've, we've you've missed that, that link. You've but we've done that, that a lot of what we do in society. We we love this, but we don't follow the rules here. And we, we like to be one leg in, but one leg out. And what we call that is lukewarm in the Bible. 
lukewarm. Uh, we, we, we've got the loving Jesus down, church. Let me put this graphic up here. We've got the loving Jesus down. Where we're failing at is at fearing God. That's what we're hurting at today is people don't have a fear of God. We have to put these two back together in our training camp, and it will decisively decide what drives our core operating system. We have to, we have to love the game that we play in sports and fear and fear and respect our coach and the rules and, and, and what sport requires in Jesus. We have to love Jesus and we have to, we have to honor and obey the word of God and what that requires to be called a Christian and to be called part of the church. Cause physical systems are a lot like spiritual systems. Physical body operates like spiritual body. God is, there's a lot of parallel parallels. He says, he says that that relationship with him is like a husband and wife, the bride and the bridegroom. The relationship should be like he's the head and we're the body working in tandem. There's lots of illustrations in the Bible that require a co-dependency, a co-existence. And we are trying to be a church that just loves Jesus. Yeah, we love everybody. Just come as you are, no matter what you are. You can be 72 different flavors and, and it doesn't matter. But it does matter because fearing God means there's Adam and Eve, not Adam, Steve, George, Diane, it, that. Well, and loving Jesus yeah. is not enough. Right. He requires more. And mm -hmm. I can love people and still honor God without rejecting people. I, I, I can love something and go, I don't agree with your lifestyle, but I have to honor God. As for me in my house, we're going to do this. You need to do what you want to do. You get free will too. See, the, what people don't understand is Lucas has free will, Colt has free will, Beth has free will, Donna has free will, and I have free will. Beth and I share the same house, so we can kind of come together and cooperate. We've, we've decided as for us in our house that we'll serve the Lord, and 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 then we have to decide what comes in our house, whether it'll honor God or not honor God. You know, when our kids come home, we expect them to honor God. You know, you know, we, we don't know what our kids do outside the house, but I, I I know when our first daughter came home and and they were dating and all that stuff, and they came home and they were pre pre all, pre all this, and I I understand that, well, that things happen. They were living together, but they weren't sleeping together in our house not in our, not, in our house. not in our house you see this room and that room <laughs> that's yours that's that one yeah now you don't have to stay here hotel is right down the road we love you both but as for me and my house we're going to serve the lord right. now right. it doesn't mean we can stop anything we're not stupid no gosh i mean we're, we're, we're we were both there you know yeah, well, i was adults. a deer and she was oh hey baby yeah i come across the road i don't but care what trucks come other kids in our house that we had to set an example for you had to set an example for younger kids. There were times when you have to discipline a child and say, hey, if, you, if you're going to do this, you have to move out. You know, right. you know, if you want to live this Your way, choice. you have a right. You pay the rent. Right. Go pay the rent, pay the bills. Then as for you and your house, you decide, but I'm going to be responsible. So get your stuff, get out. We saw over the over the last week, we saw a Medea episode. We're, we're, we're at one of the one of the Medea episodes where one of the daughters was rebellion, and, and, and the dad wasn't doing anything. And Medea and the and the other aunties said, "We're going to show you how to handle this thing. We're going to we're going to we're going to beat you down to the meat, you know." So they started taking her stuff. They went in her closet. We're going to pack all your stuff up. You're moving out. And by she the said, way, that's my stuff. That's my stuff. No. Stuff. No, your daddy, daddy bought this. That. This is your daddy's right. stuff. That's We're right. putting it on. This is going to look good on me. You know, Medea going to stretch that out, you know. And she was horrified to realize that she was living in her father's house and she really didn't have any stuff. She had stuff that had been given to her. Our father's given us stuff. Yeah. And if we want to enjoy that stuff, we live according to those rules. If not, go out and get your own stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's painful to do that to a child. We have done that. And we've seen a child come back with that. I don't know how they find their way home if they don't ever know where home is. And so it's a painful thing. I know we've all lived through that. Uh, some of us here as parents are living through that. And gosh, you know, it, it's a challenge. 
And and sometimes you have to work in the in the mouth of that. Uh, Colt, you've got family as well. So you just have you have brother. I have brothers. You know, you have to sometimes be the witness to a brother. And and your brothers, my my brother, I got four brothers and sister. I can't make their decisions. They're going to live the way they live. But as for me, I can do my best to be a witness for them so that they see that I love Jesus, but I also fear God. Right. And I fear God more than I fear them. You know. And I don't fear God because God's going to hurt me. I fear God because if I'm without God, my life won't be the quality that it is. What can be like a real challenge too is like whenever like you grew up like uh, like in church and everything. Yeah. And then after a while, like for instance, like a little brother or something like that that like kind of strays away or something. Or yes. Is no longer like going to church. Right. That can be like a almost like a driving force that like, I don't know, it just kind of gives him some kind of emphasis to maybe reach back forward. Yeah, yeah you've you know. got you've got to in that situation you can't turn that person, but you can be the rock that they can know where it is. You know, that's what I've learned with our kids, with ourselves, with our friends. You can't make their decision, but you can give them an alternative. You can let them see a different viewpoint and they will hate you in it sometimes. They will just hate you for who you are and what you are. But let the storm beat on their house for a while. Let, let, let the, what the weather come, let, let things happen. And a lot of times we, as parents, we go in and rescue them over and over again. Financially, we rescue them for this, we rescue them for that. And there are times when you need to do it. They're your kids and you just can't help it. And you mess up. I, I can't imagine how many times we've rescued our kids from stuff and it's actually probably prolonged their suffering. I hope, I, I hope we've done it at the right time. So pray about those things. And there's times when you can be the hand of God and bless them. And, but there's times also when they need to learn but the Lord blesses those who do it right. The Lord will provide. And it's hard sometimes to say, hey, I know you're having a hard time with this, and you're not going to be able to do this, this, or that, and uh, we'll pray for you. You for know? Me, oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead. No, go ahead. For me, I think a big part of it is, like, right in there in Psalms uh, 34, 14, um, the one, like, where uh, in, instead of doing evil, do good, and then chase for peace, basically. I'm getting it up for you there. Right that there. one is, like... There you go. Turn away from evil. Yeah. Do for, good. Search for peace. For me, that's, like... Yeah, it's like what to do, but it also kind of like tells a story in the end. I, I, work to I maintain it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, work to maintain it. It's not easy to maintain it when it's your family, when it's your sibling, when it's your brother. But I think we have a duty to hold the line. Mm -hmm. To to If we don't hold the line and the wall collapses, what do they come back to? Then we're all in sinking sand. If you and I can stay on the rock, then when they come for help, we can pull them up on it. And it's, it's not easy. You, the first thing you want to do is jump in. There are times when you jump in to rescue somebody, you both drowned. Oh, yeah. And you have to weigh that out. I could rescue you, but I could also die rescuing you. We, there was an accident uh, this last year in Destin where a guy went out to rescue another guy, and, and, and it cost him both of their lives. You know, so, you know what you did? You just got to weigh it out. And I think that's where we need to have a good, strong, healthy um, training system where we're praying and in devotion we're connected with god and we're really weighing these things out i think what he what, what he says here is we've got to put these two things together the love of jesus and the fear of god and, we, and i think we probably need to do that in weighing out how we help our kids our siblings whatever is we need to make sure that we're showing them how to love jesus and how to honor and respect god and if we're ever trying to substitute that that's probably where we need to pull back a bit and say, hey, you're going to have to work this out, or you're going to have to, you're going to have to trust God a little bit here yourself, because maybe we're trusting God to help us help them, but really what they need to do is see God come be real for them. Right. I, I uh, Oswald says this, and 
I, I got to get back to where I use Oswald a little bit more because I used Oswald for years. Yeah, I need to get mine out. I do too. Oswald says when sometimes the biggest mistake we do is we become sovereigns for other people. The sovereigns. We yeah. we we take That's away. Yeah. Well, we we work. We I, Lucas is having a problem, and I come and solve Lucas's problem. But Lucas gets saved from the problem, but he doesn't build his own problem-solving skills. You don't get resolution conflict. We there, we, yeah, right, right. I, instead of fishing for you, show you how to fish. We interfere with God's sovereignty. Yeah, and there are times when we need to help a brother. You know, there are times when we need to say, here's a fish. Now, by the way, tomorrow we're going fishing. Right. You know, you, you get them out of the breach, yes, mm -hmm. but then you say, I'm not going to give you, he, he's starving, you feed him a fish. You, mm -hmm. you give him the bowl of lentils. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, I'm going to show you how to get lentils. You know, but today what we do is we just feed them every day. You know, you know, we need to give people a. They, they need to be trained themselves and and have their own accomplishments. So we need to make sure we don't become a a sovereign. They need to realize the Lord is their sovereign. We're not their sovereign, and 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 we need to get at our system uh, these things together. Right now, they tend to operate at pendulums. We either love Jesus or we're just scared, terrified that God's coming back, and that we just kind of rise and fall. If we start having earthquakes and tremors and all that, people want Jesus. They go, "Oh God, we got to go to God," and then then things get good again over here. Oh, we love Jesus. Everybody can have Jesus. There's no consequences. <laughs> You know, and so we tend to be one or the other. And what we got to do is let these things together define our morals. And we got to walk a, a narrow path, not this crazy bipolar thing that, that we do, I think. And I think one of the keys for doing that is to have a healthy relationship at the cross. I call this cross training. And I was taught this by Fred Bishop and No Greater Love Ministries. Every time I go anywhere, we say that you've got to learn and train your body preseason to live by the cross, which at the bottom of the cross is that you're rooted and grounded in the word of God. You've got to be daily reading the word. And then you need to be daily talking to God. So that's your vertical relationship in the graphic here. You're up and down. The first four commandments are about you and God. The next six commandments are about us in this room against each other. So it's Jesus to man. And that's the fellowship and the witness. So we study God's word and we pray to God, but we go to church together and we witness each other about God. And when you put those two together, fellowship and witness, how we relate to the other, the other six commandments, don't steal, don't kill, don't bear fault witness, help each other out. At the same time, I'm studying God's word. When you put their, those together, Christ lives within us at the middle of that. Jesus both honored God and took care of one another. We're supposed to love God and love our neighbor simultaneously. And doing both of those things, Jesus is in the center of us when we do both of those. We tend to do one of those. I want to I want to love Jesus. I want to go to church and witness and everybody's welcome. Or I want to just fear God and study his word. But what we got to learn to do is balance both of those in a healthy relationship. So the key for training camp, especially in this rule two that we're going to be coming to, is that we, number one, rule one was we have to surrender all to him. We just have to lay everything down. And then I think what we have to do is, is, this isn't the rule, but we're coming to it. We have to begin to view everything through the lens of the cross. We have to look at the Bible. We have to be in prayer about it. But we have to make sure that we're in fellowship and connection with our brothers and sisters in Christ, that we're not pushing people away. You want to be a good witness to your brother. You want to be a good witness to your, your daughter, to your son, to your, to your family, to your coworkers, to your students that you're, you're working with. And then you want to view everything through the cross and live through the cross. And that is going to help you uh, do that. And how do you do that? Well, rule two. Rule two is real simple. It's exactly what we were told. Rule one is surrender all. 
And rule two is that our moorings that maintain us in that surrender is that we love Jesus, but we have to also fear God. And John Bevere is what I, where I got that from, is I think he's 100% right. Yeah. If you look at the world today, if you look at churches that have abandoned the teachings of Jesus and gone to become secular worldly churches, they become secular humanistic churches where everybody's welcome and you can be who you are and you don't have to really change anything. There's no such thing as repentance or forgiveness of sins or following the word of God. The word's open to interpretation and it's an open canon and exactly. you, it, you have disaster there. There's more than half of our churches are like that. Most of our mainline churches have gone to that. It's split the Christian kingdom in half because those churches are all about love. And if you, you, you say, well, God doesn't want you to do this, honey. They go, well, you don't love people. But sometimes love means saying no. See, but our society is all about easy yeses. Right. We want instant credit, instant popcorn. I want my water heated in the microwave in 30 seconds. If it doesn't do it, I'll get more watts. We want everything. We, we want Netflix on demand. And you know what's really making me mad these days? I'll tell you what's really making me mad these days. Is when they started Netflix, I would get all 13 episodes of the season would drop uh -huh. at once. Uh -huh. And now... Yeah. They've gone back to the old networks, and they're teasing them out one week at a time. You're upset yep. about Great British Baking. That's what Yes, you're I about. want to yep, binge yep. my shows. I want my shows now. All of them. <laughs> All of them. I don't, right. don't want to have preseason. I don't want a season. I don't want to have to develop characters. I want to sit one night and not sleep, and I want to know what <laughs> happens to Jessica. Do they get married? Do they have Jessica. the baby? Do they save the world? I want to know. I don't want this to go on for three stinking months. Is this on the dock or a J.G. Wentworth commercial? Yes. I want my money. That's a great example. I see that commercial. And you know, that's a great, that's brilliant. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. I want mine and I want it now. Did you drop the mic, Colt? Because I think you should. Hey, you've got sound effects. Hey, there's sound effects. He's got to show you sound effects. All right, because you should have done a rim shot or something. You got to sound, hit, hit it, show them the sound effect. That was worthy. Yeah. Two. Or Be give prepared. yourself some, or you Be probably got to pause. Work on those, work on those, okay? Hey, and something else to show him. We got lower thirds. Later on, you can show him how to use lower thirds. And we got to add him to the lower thirds. He's not in a lower third. You have to show him how to do that. We're just learning on the fly. Colton, episode two for his his new career. But you, you did, that was great. J.G. Wentworth. You know what, you know what happens? I'm, I have a pastor's deal, but I was a finance guy first. You know what they do? They're making a killing. So what they do is, you know how that works, Colt? You know how J.G. I don't have long here, but you know how J.G. Wentworth works? Yeah, I know. It's certain money. So, Colt, you got injured on the job. Okay? You can never work again. You so your work paid you out $1 million. Because of the accident, you know, the truck fell on you and the lift broke and they paid you out. And for the next rest of your life, you've got one million to live for the next 40 years. You've got to pay people to come in and wipe your hind end, cook your food, carry you here or there, do everything for you because you are you are a mush a, a marshmallow. And you've got a million dollars. And you're laying there and you're watching shows late at night and JG Wentworth says, You need your money now. And a million dollar settlement, they're gonna give you, you know. You know, five thousand a month, five thousand a month, five thousand a month, five, and, and you're getting already more than you were going to get paid anyway, and you're spreading it out. And they come in and say, "You can get your cash settlement now." And you call them and they go, "What do you want to do?" I got a million dollar settlement. I'm getting a million dollars over thirty years. And they go, "I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll give you a quarter million dollars right now. Yeah, quarter million dollars. We're gonna write you a check right now. You want to now? What's your checking account number? You give me a routing number. Boom, bam, boom. 
250s in there. You sign a document on, on PDF scan. Boom. Guess what? They write you $250,000. You have it. You have all your money. It's you've got it now. 250, not 5,000 a month, 250. You get, you get a boat that you can, you can, I don't know how you buy, pilot because you're a marshmallow, but you get a boat and a captain. You're out there selling the seas. You know, you get everything. You get the diamond ring and you are hopping and going and you are going. And what they do is they take your 5,000 every month. They get your 5,000 every month, every month, every month, every month. And they're going to make $500,000 on your money. And they gave you 250 and they're going to make 500. They're going to double their money. And you're going to want it now, and they're going to get, and later on, you're going to wish you had it back. Because what's going to happen is you're going to blow through that money, and then for the next 35 years, you have nothing. Do you know that I saw it was like 90% of lottery winners mm. are broke again yeah. within five years, yeah. and they're worse because wow. they've tasted money. That's yeah. mm. because you can, you can love the idea of money and not fear the weight of it. Be and prepared. You don't count the cost. You, yeah. you can buy the house. You've got to earn it. But you don't think about the fact you got to upkeep that house. You know, it's right. The taxes on that house. Different. Yeah, yeah. Let me close with this here on this. I think we've learned that rule one, I surrender all, uh, is number one. Rule two is love Jesus and fear God and get your moorings maintained, balance them out. And I, I want to close with this part and say the only way we can resist and begin to develop good inner tools where we don't want everything now we, we we want to build something that'll last you know accept god's unadulterated word for ourselves what would be good if you got that five thousand dollars is to take 2500 live off that take the other 25 and reinvest that and know someday down the road you would actually have another seven hundred fifty thousand or another million to live on to live keep, on to keep living on you know way on and lease up for your kids instead you're going to want it now and you're going to give up forever we do that same thing with life. We choose to live now, and we give up eternity. And eternity is longer than our lives. So we need to first, number one, to resist, we got to accept God's unadulterated word, the Logos. We have to honor and respect and love his word. We have to know, love, and serve that word and not just hide it in our hearts. We can't just hide it. we got to demonstrate it and show it to our family and friends and loved ones. And then we got to be witnesses to his power. we got to, we got to prove to people that God can break uh, sickness. He can break a uh, financial strain. He can break us out of those oppressed situations. He can break us out of addiction to pornography. He can break, he can help us. He can, he can use us to be a witness to other people that they can be saved like we were. We just have to be lights ourselves. And finally to resist the world must see an alternative. We as the church are disappearing in a time where we need to stand up more than ever. And as the world rises up and more of the sand washes away, that which is Christian will become more separated and the rock will be more apparent. Will you be there to pull somebody up? And will you be in the shape, the shape, the resistance, physical shape, spiritually, to be able to reach out based on the word, your prayer, your, your study, your service? Will you be there at the House of Hope to give them a hand up? Will you be there in an outreach? Will you be there at your church? Will your church be there? Were you faithful to tithe? Were you faithful to help in your church? Were you a part of the worship team? Were you part, Colts uh, leads our tech team now here at the church. Were you, were you helping with cameras in church so that the gospel could go out? Were you helping in your children's ministry? Are you helping the church be the alternative? Or are you just sitting back and letting the preacher die, working himself to death by himself? is the world's, the world's shrinking because everybody wants their church their way on their phone. Instead, they don't realize the church is the people of God and you are part of that church. So that's what the resistance about is getting you ready to be in the fight. So uh, 
We're never going to get it now. J.G. Wentworth is wrong. I think that's really good. Uh, what we got to do is pay our dues. I, I know whether it's in soccer. I know Lucas, big soccer fan. I'm a big football fan. Uh, the guys that get to the end of the season and get those championships, they pay dues early. They, people always think, oh, they're lucky. They get to be Super Bowl. They get to be World Cup. Uh, World Cup people aren't lucky. And the guys that get $120 million contracts. I watched uh, just last minute of privilege here. TJ Watts, <laughs> Sunday sacked uh, the quarterback for the team they played. I mean, this guy's a young quarterback. And 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 the guy the guy to stop, TJ Watts, a $120 million man, the most expensive paid defender in football. Defender. $120 million man. I always say when we're in trouble. Gosh, he's more than Steve Austin. Yes. Yeah, he was only $6 million. Yeah. So, so I always say, Beth will hear me holler, it's time for a $120 million man to earn his money. And it was, we needed it. And he comes across, and you saw the defensive guy couldn't handle him. And he, he, he grabs his helmet and rips his helmet off his head. T.J. Watt's helmet goes rolling back in the field. And T.J. Watts running like the, he looked like the six minute. He was just killer mode. And you see him just hit the quarterback. The quarterback goes around, you just hear the air go. <laughs> sacked. T.J. Watts. He's a monster. He's a he monster. has no helmet on his head. Yeah. He hit the guy full blown, no helmet. Don't need no stinking. You know why? He practices like that. We saw how he would practice. And so when he got in the game and the helmet came off, he didn't even notice. Yeah. He just saw QB not breathing. Yeah. And he made it happen. So these great ball players that you fantasize about aren't great because they just got magically. They're great because they have disciplined their bodies. You, to be a great Christian, have to discipline your body. Surrender all. Love Jesus fear God. Amen? Amen. Hey, we'll be back in part three of this series, The Resistance, Building a Stronger Church series. That's what we're all about for The Resistance Training Camp, part three. We'll be back. Uh, Donna, good to have you on the set. All new hair. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you made it through it. She's been medically messed with today and, and she's been <laughs> nuclear-fied. You don't glow. I mean, you're glowing. So There's a little glow here. You're just a little bit. Yeah, like, like, like one of those little... Hey, Colt, you did a good job. Great point. J.G. Wentworth. Thank that, you. Yeah, that was fantastic illustration. Stole the show. Yeah, Colt. Uh, Lucas, you're doing a good job training. You didn't have to belly him out or anything much. I mean, Beth. Didn't even snore over didn't there. Didn't even snore over there. So we're finishing up this. We'll be back in rule number three. Go to onthedoc.org. Check out our episodes, our other ones in this season, and go back and watch season one and two. We'd love to have you. Info at onthedoc.org is our email. You can email Donna, and you can you can, you can just gripe her at her nicely about things if you don't like something we did. But if you love something <laughs> we did, tell her what we did. And then go find us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. You can also talk to us on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Messenger page, and give us stuff tell us your ideas on some of these things and you know put up your your jg is it jg Wentworth? yeah tell us about your have any of you guys done that yeah don't, don't do that uh go to google play facebook roku rumble sermonet and you also watch us go back and watch our stuff and we'd love to have your comments uh, notes subscribe like give this to other people like covid you know spread it tell them about it make them watch it we'd love to have them on the dock with us we'd love to have you on the dock with us go to my patreon be one of our partners hey We'll send you a cup. There's a couple of sponsorships and partnerships where we give you cups. We double dog dare you. We got a box of cups we'd love to give to you. And we'd love to have you as a part of the show and be a brand that we talk about. And we'd love to do a show on you. So let us know and reach out to us that way. And you can find all the information by emailing us or check our website or go to my Patreon and check that out. If you don't have a church home, come to Community Faith Church, 10 o'clock on Sunday, 630 on Wednesdays. You can check us out at coftv.com. We broadcast our Sunday and Wednesdays at 10 and 
6.30 respectively on Wednesdays, 6.30, 10 o'clock on Sundays. We'd love to have you come if you're local. And if not, find a good Bible-believing church. We'd love to talk to you. So, uh, Mother Beth, thank you so much. Donna Kay, thank you. Lucas, thanks for the work today. And Colt, fantastic. We'll see you back real quick. Get out there. Don't forget to surrender all. Don't forget to love Jesus, but remember to fear God as well. And we'll see you back for Rule 3. We're here. I'm Pastor Troy with the team, and we're on the dock.